Hey guys, welcome to the Hey DJ Show. I'm your host, DJ Jimenez. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you're over on YouTube, please go ahead and hit that like button. Subscribe for more content. Uh, remember, you can catch this podcast wherever you get your podcast on the go. And do consider following me on every social media platform at the Hey DJ Show or Hey DJ Show. Not important. You'll find me. I'm popular. Not really. Anyways, with all that boring stuff out of the way, I'm super happy to introduce my next guest, Brittany Hodge. Brittany, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I gotta say now that we're not live, but I like to say live. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, because you drove freaking four hours to be here. So I'm honored. <laughs> I come up here. I don't care. <laughs> it's still four hours, and that's not a small thing. So I, I really appreciate it. I'm honored. Well, I don't. You're welcome. I guess. <laughs> okay, I have a question for you. Wow, we're shooting into it. Uh, you have questions for me. I do. Okay. <laughs> Go right ahead. <laughs> Just hijack so, the show. <laughs> when we were younger, mm-hmm. um, you hated social media. Didn't you? Yes. I still do. Has, has it been like, do you feel like you have learned more or? Oh, and real quick for my audience. Uh, so Brittany has her kids in the studio. Oh, yeah. So, no, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, again, it's lax. It's yeah. not a big deal. I just wanted to let the audience know. But, but yeah. Anyway, sorry. But yes, you, you did not like social media. No at all Mm-mm. like i remember that so clearly because i'd be like well you know whatever about social media it really wasn't a big deal when we were younger though it really wasn't Mm-mm. but uh in my opinion somewhere i mean I, I don't know what year but it skyrocketed to being like kind of bad i mean you're good <laughs> it but it skyrocketed it because did. i don't know what was before MySpace, I think it started with a Z, if you so, remember. I lived in Mississippi in 2006 and 2007. And over there, the two things that were big were Facebook, because there was a college right there, and they mm-hmm. used it. And, of course, the siblings used it. And then they would get the friends to use it. And the other thing was Bebo. Never heard of that. But I remember that one, you would make your own music videos, and Taylor Swift wasn't that big then, and she would post things on it. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And uh, those were the two. But when I moved here, because we went from Mississippi to Canton to Jessup, and then back up here to Kennesaw, and when I moved up, when I moved to Jessup, MySpace was big, and I didn't know how to use it. Didn't mm. have a clue. So I understood yeah. you in that aspect. But I had always used Facebook. Yeah, I I started with MySpace, and then Facebook. Uh, I I I had Facebook, and uh, I didn't make it. Uh, uh, my drama teacher, our drama teacher, Miss mm-hmm. she made it because like I turned eighteen, and she was like, "Hey." Uh, you can work as an extra background actor mm-hmm. and all that stuff and it did help out and and then I enjoyed it like uh but then around 2017 I like I didn't delete it I just stopped using it mm-hmm. so I had like a couple of year hiatus like I honestly I did not go on it yeah you too and yeah. um 
I think we had different reasons. But. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, mine was not a dark reason. I just I was just like, eh, I got tired of it. See, I I had a hard time after I had my son, specifically him. Um, I felt mom shamed all the time, right? Oh no. And I why. felt like I had to be compared to other moms in my area. See, is that a thing with moms? Like, mm-hmm. okay, I mean, it makes sense now that I think about it. It it again. It's like the body shaming. It's the mm-hmm. uh, 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 career shaming. It's yeah. So social media, oh, whatever. So when it came to Facebook in particular, I didn't have any social media. I completely disappeared off of all social media for. I didn't join social media back till twenty twenty. Yeah, that's right. And um, when. I came back. I remember I set like certain standards for myself. One thing is I don't, I do share some photos of my kids and stuff, but I really don't share too many of their face. Mm -hmm. Um, But part of that was because when Xander was younger, he was not the normal kid. He had a G-tube. He couldn't process milk, even like the craziest off the wall milks he couldn't process, but he could process baby food. And I remember... There was this girl in the town I lived in who was like, it's wrong to give your child baby food when they're four and five months old. And I was like, I have a, I can get a prescription. Do you want it? Do you want to see it? This is real quick. Push the microphone closer to you or pull it closer to you. There you go. I suck at this. Oh, no, no, you're fine. But I remember being like, "I, I can show you why we need it. And if you were in our daily lives, if you actually knew us, you would understand. And the older my kids got, I had another child, and um, I just felt obligated to compare myself to those moms, and it was just not a healthy thing for me. I had gone through a divorce at that point, and I was like, you know what? It's trash. Yeah. Trash. It, <laughs> and I never realized how much it really did take up of my time back mm-hmm. then, even though, like, I only used it in the evenings and stuff. It still really was like, this is how I communicate with people in my area. And when I got rid of it, I remember being like, oh, my gosh, I'm never going to know anybody. You learn to live without it just like we had always had with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, before I quit, uh. I honestly, and I still to the, I do this to this day with no shame. Uh, I'll scroll for like me at most five minutes. If I don't see anybody post, you know, after repetitive. five minutes, I, I stop. Yeah. I like I, I literally go like, I, I scroll really quickly and then I throw my phone across the room. I'm like, All right, I'm done. And then I go on and do something else. And I'm not, I'm not trying to act like, Oh yeah, I'm super productive. No, I just watch a lot of YouTube videos. So I'll scroll Facebook or Instagram, Snapchat, like. But now I split the time. So now I spend like a minute and a half on Facebook, a minute and a half on Snapchat, a minute and a half on Instagram. Lisa, toss my phone, go watch YouTube. You That's have had day. some of the best Snapchat content that I've ever seen. When I rejoined um, social media, I started with Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And I love Snapchat. I'll be honest. I do love Snapchat. I love Snapchat. And I, I really do like TikTok. <laughs> uh, I, mm. I, I do. And uh, I like it for some off-the-wall reasons sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I like how fast the videos can be. And now mm-hmm. YouTube has those YouTube shorts. I hate them. And uh, it's just not the same. Mm-mm. And the Instagram stories, I kind of like almost even better than TikTok sometimes. Yeah. They don't have as much filtering, I guess. I, um, when I joined back up, that one was for a reason. It was because I moved out to Atlanta mm-hmm. and, uh, like, you know me, I, I grew up in Ackworth and Kennesaw. My social life was here. I'm an extrovert. Mm-hmm. I have lots of friends. We're I, complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mr. Popular. No, I'm not. <laughs> but, but you are. No, I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm not Mr. Popular. I just, I just have a lot of friends, but I'm not like, oh, the varsity football dude. No, I just, I just have a lot of friends. But you were able to make, we only went to school one year together. Mm-hmm. But you're, when you are around somebody, you're able to make such a big impact in their lives that they remember it's you It's good for and years. bad. I, 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 like, I'll fully you know, admit that, like, I I don't have an ego, it's, but I, I recognize that, uh, I can quickly make friends, but I can yeah. quickly make enemies, too, because, <laughs> me too, <laughs> like, I, like, I try not to, but I don't know how, but I've it gotten happens. criticized where, like, oh, like, uh, enemy turned friend would be like, oh, sometimes you come off as pretentious, but most of my friends go like, no, you don't, I don't see it, mm-hmm. I do try to work at it, like, I, I, I do my best n- not to, but because yeah. I'm, I I'm nowhere near. I joke, like having an and ego, like a big ego and stuff. Yeah, and, and I guess maybe people, people take it too serious. seriously. Yeah, uh, like like one of the jokes I do, dumb jokes I do, like for years is when somebody goes like, "Oh, nobody's perfect." I'm like, exactly, only I me. Am. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> whatever. But like, I'm just joking. I'm so I guess somebody in the audience will hear that and think I'm They're being serious, ser- about, I'm being it. serious yeah. about it. Yeah. So it's whatever. But so uh, uh, I moved out to Atlanta, got an apartment, and I was trying to like, I was super happy. My first apartment. I'm like, oh yeah, like people like come visit me, and no one was willing to drive <laughs> like the 30, 40 minutes out and like yeah and it kind of sucked and also i was super busy then i got into that point where you know everybody is starting their careers Mm -hmm. most of them were off on the weekends i work at a restaurant you forfeit your weekends i used to work six seven days a week yeah yeah i I get it and it was it's hard to have friendships i guess like where besides you're like your restaurant work friends Because you're with them. Mm-hmm. Like, I worked in real estate six days a week, 60 hours a week sometimes. And then I was a waitress on the side, too. So I just learned to be content. Maybe I didn't always like my my people I worked with. Oh, no. Who does? <laughs> I never said anything. I was just like, oh, whatever. I'll go with flow. You kind of learn it's just temporary, I guess. Yeah. And so, like... My social life went literally from 100 to zero. Mm-hmm. Made me sad. Uh, I was in a relationship at the time in the city. And, like, it started to get a little bit rocky. Uh, come 2020, uh, during the summer, we split up. Mm-hmm. And then I already made the decision to go back to school. And so I said, you know what? There's nothing for me here in the city. I'm going to move back. And honestly, one of the greatest decisions I've ever made. My social, mm-hmm. I got my social life back. Uh, started the podcast, going to school. Everything is working out, and I'm a little like I'm an optimist, 
like overall but at the same time you're like, always looking for what's about to happen i need something bad to happen just so to I can equal the balance yeah yeah and so so far good things have been happening i'm like i need something bad to happen just to equal but nothing too too bad but uh well, so what's the worst that could happen with the podcast I mean, absolutely. My equipment failing. (laughs) Okay, okay. So, if your equipment failed, what would you do? I get another one. Okay. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. I mean. No, well, that's not not even the worst case. No, the worst. Oh God, I feel so bad. Uh, so yesterday I hung out. Well, actually, this morning, uh, like after work at midnight, uh, my buddy Alec and I we went to downtown Ackworth to do a little tribute to the 9/11. And I released a video before you got here. Um, so uh, his episode, he came on the show. He He's the one that gave me the mugs. Shout out to you, Alec. <laughs> Freaking love him. Yeah, you have to make sure you're positioning so everybody Well, can he made sure that I'm right-handed. So, like, they have I, to, I know. They have to see the logo. Exactly. <laughs> like, endorsement. Kind yeah. Of. Um, so, yeah, Alec, great guy. And... Uh, I feel so, so bad because when I was editing his episode, uh, I, to make a long story short with the technical stuff, basically I ran out of space and I had to delete a bunch of stuff and I went too trigger happy on deleting. Of course. That I accidentally, I kept our visual file, but I deleted our audio audio file, like the microphones. The phones, however, captures the, uh, they have built-in microphones. Right. So I was able to use that. The episode wasn't true, fully dead, but it's not as great. It's not what you you expect, exactly. or your you have qualities that you expect to happen, and sometimes yeah. And and that's why I made a list. I started. <laughs> I bought a backup hard drive. I started backing everything up. So after we wrap here, I'm backing everything up before I walk you out. It, I I was the yeah, angriest. You're escorting me out. <laughs> I was the angriest person that day. Like. It, some several people called me and texted me. I didn't pick up. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm mad. I'm trying to f- see if I can reverse this. Couldn't. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> well, things happen. But realistically. But no, if um, going back to your question. Uh, and, and you know me, I'm not an emotional person. Mm-hmm. So if something bad happens, I'm quick to go like, oh, man, that sucks. But. I'm gonna get through it. Like I got okay, this. so that—that's a problem I have. I am just kind of—I don't feel anything till I really feel it, right? Mm. So I'm always like, "Ah, eh, that sucks," but we'll get through it. Or, oh man, that's really bad for them. <laughs> but I never—it's like a never second thought. And some people think that you're kind of heartless, even though you have all this love to give and. You want to help everybody you can, mm-hmm. but because you're like, ah, oh, that sucks for you, you sometimes get the short end of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> but it helps in other parts of life. Like, ah, oh, that sucks, but I'll get a new microphone. But yeah. sometimes you're like, oh, you broke your leg? That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't walk? <laughs> sucks to be you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what, what can I do for you? I can't mend your leg back together. <laughs> Oh, man. My buddy Steven, uh, he has a story where he went snowboarding in Canada. The He was supposed to be there for like three or four days. Well, wait a minute. There's not snowboarding in the United States? 
Well, he went to Canada. I'm, I'm just saying he went to Canada. Oh, I'm like, well, why? <laughs> no, I go, why to, go, I go to Colorado to, to snowboard. It's it's the best place ever. Um, <laughs> but uh, he went to Canada, and um, I think he was supposed to be there for like three or four days. The very first day, he like got like so much height that he fell like landed badly and he was injured throughout the whole trip and i was like i wasn't there with him he was telling me the story and i was just like man that sucks but if i was there i would have rode right next to him being like man sucks to be you (laughs) just like go down the mountain (laughs) because what can you really do (laughs) what can you do you can't pick him up and I mean, I don't know. I've never. No, I would try to help him, but I'm gonna laugh a little uh, bit. And, yeah, let's just. I'm a, I'm a jerk sometimes. It's gonna be so painful while we get you down, but we're gonna get you down, yeah. okay? <laughs> no, oh, sometimes when you have personalities that aren't very emotional, even like my partner, my significant other, mm-hmm. so emotional. Mm-hmm. And there are days that I'm like, I don't understand you. <laughs> He's like, going to watch and be like, no, I'm not. I'm just kidding. I'm, and I'm I like, know. I, I just don't care. <laughs> like, and I hate that because the, I'm like, uh, if it doesn't affect my daily life, eh, throw it in the trash. If it does, if it affects my monthly life, I'm like, eh, okay, I care a little bit. If it affects my year, if it's not going to matter in a year, I really don't care. You'd be perfect if you enrolled in martial arts. Oh my God. I can't tell you. I know like it's like I, I preach about it like all the time. But I you broke you, my toe in my living room. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom, I don't. That was no, but like because you, you, you got to be calm and you learn to be calm in stressful situations and like. And it's the same with working out, not just with martial arts. It's the same with any sport. That You feel like you are going to die sometimes when you're working out, but you just work through it. You work through it, but then, like, you're so ex- you're physically exhausted uh-huh. that, like, you don't got time for all the BS in the world. Like, when somebody comes up to you with their petty problems, you're like, that sucks. Yeah, and they're like, wow, you're being, like, super... Uh, I've always been... I don't even know what the word, because I don't care. Like, I feel like... In general, I was shy. Mm-hmm. You know that. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have a lot to say. didn't have a lot of opinions. But when I do have an opinion, like with my kids' school, I have a strong one. I have a strong one. And I'm like, eh, I don't care what you think. I'm going to... It is what it is. It sucks for you, but I'm going to tell you exactly what I think. So I'm not going <laughs> to go uh, too much in depth on this uh because he might be watching, but not trying to disrespect him because I do love him to death. Uh, so a co-worker of mine snapped at me yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, he was just saying, like, you know, I could be doing more. And he was trying to say it in the sense, like, his heart was in the right place. His execution was... Sucked. Sucked. <laughs> uh, and I told him all this. It's not like yeah. I'm, I'm saying anything behind his back. Because I'm, I'm a straightforward person. I'm, I'm going to tell you... If you come up to me realistic, like like you come up to me with a concern, I'm gonna let you know what I think. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be mad, like if because yeah. I'm I actually uh I appreciate when somebody comes up to me and they're talking to you face to face instead of bottling it all up and that's big snapping, because uh, it takes See, it have, sucks how now have we have temper. to say like it takes courage to you know it does. Just, just to tell somebody like day moment 
you know, something bad happens, like, hey, you know, like, I don't think what you did right there was cool. Like, here's why. And then the, right there, the person would be like, oh, well, I'm so sorry to hear that. Or sucks that you see all it that mm-hmm. way, but I'm not going to apologize because here's why I did this this way, whatever. I apologize to my kids. I do. I mean, that's that, like if different. I am having a bad day and I'm like, I just want you and I kind of snap a little, just sit down and be quiet yeah. for 10 minutes. Later, I'll be like, look, mom's just really having a bad day. And I'm sorry. I should have mm-hmm. been a little bit nicer to you. And I find myself doing that with some things with regular people, normal people, not children. <laughs> Sometimes I will apologize. Some things, you can hang it up. I'm, I'm not going to apologize for it. And it's not, we all have our opinions. We mm-hmm. all feel strongly about certain things and. You know, um, if I am too nervous to tell you what I think right in front of you, I will be like, oh, what's your favorite cookie? Because <laughs> you're like, chocolate chip. And I'll be like, oh, I, I don't know how to make chocolate I do know how to make chocolate chip. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. <laughs> Let's back up. If you're too nervous to tell somebody. That what? they've upset me or. You that... ask them what their favorite cookie is. Or. Uh... So wait, so th- does the conversation go like. Somebody effed up, and then you say, "Hey, what's your favorite cookie?" Or uh, I'll say, "Chocolate chip." Your... You know, you pissed me off back there. <laughs> All right, now that we got that out of the way, like, <laughs> I'm trying so to see the I transition. Have, I've had this problem. My you whole scratched life. my car. What's your favorite cookie? Chocolate chip. Like... All right, great. Well, I, my favorite your face one is going to use... look like a chocolate chip. After... <laughs> my favorite one to use is my favorite color is, and usually. Um, if somebody's around me, my favorite color is pink. Mm-hmm. I like pink, black, and white. Those have always been the the three that I gravitate towards. Red, black, and, white. Yeah, see? My logo. Uh, those are just the colors I like. And um, depending on my mood, if I'm like, oh, what's your favorite color? And they're like, oh, it's green. And I'm really heated. I'll be like, mine is black. And whoever's around me, uh, they're kind of like, we need to we need to go get Brittany because <laughs> she's about to lose it. My sister's a very um, direct speaker. Like I appreciate those people, and I appreciate her. And I, I've learned a lot because I've always just been quiet. When I get into an argument with like my significant other, I'm like, dude, I need ten minutes to cool off because I do get a little hot headed, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, I need I need to be able to see but from you get, your side. Yeah, okay, so that's what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. Is like, do you get hot headed? But you you realize like, hold on, maybe I'm in the wrong mm-hmm. here. All right, that that's a good feat because so I feel not like a lot of people can admit that. Lots of times, I am. I'm passionate in general about things. And if I am arguing with you about something, it's probably important to mm-hmm. me. But I am, because I do get hot-headed and I do get a temperament, I'm like, dude, I need like 15 minutes just to... Yeah. And what I try to do is the first five minutes, I'm like trying to cool off. I'm angry. Screw you. <laughs> screw the world. <laughs> and then the other 10 minutes, I'm like, well, I could see why they feel like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you scratch my car, I don't care. <laughs> oh, no, I'm Devin, Poor Devin. Like, it, he is a blessing because he would care. He'd be like, well, how'd your car got scratched? Yes. I'm like, like, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm side Devin here. Yeah. <laughs> you scratched my car. <laughs> it, it's material. 
Okay, cool. Yeah. You're fixing it though. Like, yeah. Whoever scratched yeah, it, they're fixing it. Yeah, if I scratched it. somebody else's car, I would feel like crap. I'd be like, oh my gosh. Like, give me, um, let me get your phone number. Let me call a body yeah. shop. Let me fix it for you. But if someone's, I'm like, oh, it'll be okay. Like, and. Devin's always like, you're never getting a new car because you just don't care. And I'm a terrible parker. I'm a bad driver. <laughs> I learned to drive up here. Yeah. And driving up here versus where I'm at is completely different because up here, when we were growing up, I don't even think they had touchscreen cell phones at that point. They may have. It may have been like the first iPhone. Yeah, they probably, Yeah, they definitely had the first iPhone. So... Driving in Atlanta was kind of aggressive. It wasn't like people were going 50. No, they're going oh, no, like they, they 900. Yeah, no, they can't drive there. And so. now, like, even coming back to visit and coming up here, I've noticed that they drive a lot slower than they did when we were younger. Really? Yeah. They're still fast, but they're not like the 900. They can't afford to drive super fast. And, and I mean, I know some people will hate on me saying it. It's just like... It, I can I can go on and on about Atlanta's traffic. They just they don't know how to drive. There's oh they're all angry. They're all late. Yeah, and, always late. And they oh. all consider themselves to be the best drivers. There's I'm the worst always driver. an accident. There's always construction. <laughs> they always feel entitled. Like oh it's a red light. Nah, it's me. I'm allowed to go under this red light. And then some, <laughs> cut somebody off. Beeps the horn. I, I said I wasn't gonna go on it, but I did. Listen, I will run a red light occasionally, not intentionally. I, it'll be turning yellow, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm already under it. Like, let's go." And it turns red, and I'm like, "Oh, I really shouldn't have done that." And I'll be on the phone or whatever through the car, and I'll be like, "Oh man, I read a red light." And my sister will be like, "Brittany, you have a way of running the red lights," and I'm like, "It scares me. Like, I am petrified to run a red light, and yet I somehow always run a red light and hit a pothole." Your insurance is going to watch this yeah, and be like, uh, what's your rate? Yeah, and I have <laughs> it needs a low to be rate. Higher. Holy cow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, she scratches her car. She hits potholes. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I, oh, man, potholes are the worst. Like, ever since I got my own car, like, under my name and everything, mm-hmm. I've been super, So careful. Like, uh-uh, and you still like, hit them. <laughs> it may not look deep, but I'm avoiding, uh yeah. uh-uh, no. And I... It kind of goes back to if you're driving and somebody's coming on the other way and a deer runs out, do you hit the car or do you hit the deer? I'm going to hit the deer, not because mm-hmm. I want to, but I don't have a choice. Or you just hit the brakes. Yeah, you, you'll still hear it. Like where we're <laughs> from, like the roads are 65, the deer hop out really fast, another person's always coming the other way and you just, you take it and you're like, well... The good of the best of the two evils, because there's never a win. There's never, I feel like in life, no matter what you do, social media, you're either on it or you're not. And there's an evil to both sides. Either you're lonely or you're on social media and it takes part of your life. I'm going to push back. No, I think even though I hate social media, you can make it work in your favor. Mm -hmm. Um, And because like with this podcast, uh, like I, I have to rely on social media to get mm-hmm. it out there. But here's the thing. Um, there are some content creators, like again, this show isn't popular, maybe one day it will be, <laughs> but uh, there are some people, content creators, big and small, that uh, they they're obsessed with views, they're obsessed mm-hmm. with likes. 
like they thrive on that and i'm not judging it but it, it's it's definitely not healthy and they'll look at their comments they'll try to you know kind of kick off anybody who's being you know cyber bullying people in the comments and, and my thing is always gonna happen it's always gonna happen yeah. it's whatever but and and the people who are like they're watching their videos and it's like man it's not it's not getting enough views it's not getting enough likes by strangers i'm like yeah who cares mm -hmm. and so that's how i feel about with this and uh again this is a hobby i know exactly what i want it to be uh i'm in school to be you know dental hygienist that's where i mm -hmm. want to make my you know, living in my career. If and you this want this on the side. I have this on the side. I don't even consider it on the side because side usually implies that you're you making don't put money. It, you make money or you don't put a lot of effort into yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm a full-time mom. Yeah. I haven't always been a full-time mom. I used to work. Um, and on the side, I work. And social media really keeps me from having to not knock on doors for clients, but be like, Oh, do you know anybody? Oh, where I can just be like, hey, if you need whatever mm -hmm. service that I have. No, it, it again, it's a, it's a useful mm -hmm. tool, and just like any tool, you can do bad things with them, oh, and you yeah. can do good things with them. I oh, make yeah. sure to do good things with them. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. one day, if I ha if I don't have them already, and they're just being silent, like. I swear to God, I'm you mean to take that? <laughs> Sandra, you named it, man. Okay, there you go. Um, um, but uh, no, it's a, a, for me, I feel like it is a double-edged sword because if you swing it the wrong way, see, if you choose to swing it the wrong way. But see, like, you're, you're right, it's a double-edged sword, but the thing is, uh, in a way, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be, like, you're right. You, you can control it to, again, like, uh, kind of going back with the social media thing. Um, it's okay. Uh, kind of going back with the social media thing is that uh, if if I don't have them already like a hater or somebody or somebody who's like lurking in the shadows and hoping that me personally that I fail, whatever. But maybe one day a complete stranger or somebody I know writes something like ugly on, on a public thing or, or sends me a private DM telling me that, hey, I suck and the show I... can go to hell always answer those dms to people who are why here's how i would act no, no for real i would leave them on red i would look at it mm -hmm. laugh well here's, literally i usually huh. say i understand i hear or i see your concern i understand i'll your leave concern. you on red that's all you needed and that's all I go. And it usually, listen. I don't I need had, to reply. I had somebody book a Zoom with me, right? Because mm -hmm. I work on Zoom a lot of times. And uh, uh, he got on Zoom to tell me that I was crap, that life insurance Exit. was crap, They're all sorts done. of stuff. I didn't have, I didn't have time to um, say, okay, well, you have a great day. Nothing. I mean, I finally was like. All right, bye. And, and just kind of, and I Good. felt, I felt guilty later because I, I, because he clearly needed a vent <laughs> and I was it for the day. And I was like, man, he booked that appointment two days in advance. <laughs> like you had, and he had to search for an appointment because I had, I had had a lot of appointments in that week in particular. It, it's how it works. Some weeks I have tons of uh, appointments and then some I don't have very many but I have to travel or 
whatever, or life gets in the way. And I'm like, no, I'll move you to the next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to take you as a client, but I'll give you to somebody else. <laughs> I know. But uh, it, it amazed me that he went through all that mess. And I, Just I remember to tell you. I took a couple of days off and I was like, man, am I doing the right thing? Am, am I really helping people? Because that was one of the things. I worked in real estate. Mm-hmm. I didn't really help nobody. Like, I, I helped with accounting. I helped the real estate company. But did I really help anybody? No. I took their money. <laughs> As the, well, literally, that's what I did. I could close a vacation sale in a few minutes. Yeah. Oh, how many rooms you need? Okay, I got this one that's $700 for two nights. Or I've got this one for 2000 for three nights. And I could, I could close it in a few minutes. And when the pandemic hit, there's a couple things. There was... I knew my children, but I didn't know the depths of them. I talked about that a lot. Like, my daughter was a year old when I started working. Mm-hmm. And um, when 2020 hit, and I took time off from work, not by my work's choice, <laughs> um, I learned that I didn't know my kids as well as I thought I knew oh, them. No. And... Um, they just had some stuff, and part of that's them growing up, right? Yeah. As you grow up, your your brain develops more. You have more. But also, interest. you you were just working a lot. I was working a lot. I was working a ton. I really supposedly had two days off a week, but I was on call or I was always answering the phone. I wasn't engaged like I expected myself as a mom to be, and um, you're gonna laugh. So I went back to work. Like, because I was off for like six weeks or something, went back to work and I had mentioned something about my, a good friend from high school was getting married and she had moved it from June to September. I said, Hey, this is June, like second, Mm -hmm. June 3rd, maybe. I said, Hey, I need a Saturday off. And I only needed like two hours off, like the last two hours of the day to travel up to North Carolina. And... Um, hey, I need this Saturday off at least half the day. And um, they told me no. Oh, wow. Straight no. I put in my two, uh, I actually gave them not two weeks notice, but I call it that. I gave them to the end of July saying, look, I'm, I'm out of here. And they really thought I was going to change my mind. <laughs> I wasn't changing my mind for $23,000 and not seeing my kids and being told no. It, it was a paradigm shift. It was kind of like, and I was reading an article the other day that more people are leaving their jobs now than there has ever been. And Oh, um, yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's a huge, I mean, things with like the vaccines and yeah. like the mandates and stuff like that, masks, a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of other reasons. But yeah, in, people, in a way, good. It's, it's letting some companies know like uh, where your priorities are going to lie. And you'll hear me say all the time, big businesses, or in my case, not, um, it was a decently sized business. Sometimes your boss's priorities don't match yours. Oh. And that's okay. Yeah. And it, it it's all right to step back and say, I, I, I really need time to think about what is important in my life. And um, it puts big businesses at risk, in my opinion, I don't, 
first of all, I don't care what you think, right? <laughs> okay, I don't care if you want this or want that or you do this or do that. It don't affect me. It don't affect and my choice. And we're back choice. to the it don't affect. So real quick, I want to, uh, um, I like how. I try to be just, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we went on. You vented, I vented, you vented, I vented. Yeah, I uh, like so, to harass you. So, <laughs> uh, one thing I wanted to talk about is, uh, so now you're, since you're, you said now you're a full-time mom, mm-hmm. uh, and you're, you're homeschooling your kids, is that correct? So, our school system. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Do you want to talk about it? I oh, I will gladly talk about okay, it. Good, I good, have good, no problem. I'm trying to think about how I want to put this. My kids are currently in public school. Mm-hmm. Um, our school system where I'm at, we're in White Wayne County. Oh, um, nice. they last year had a mask mandate. Mm-hmm. It they didn't follow. Like I'm not trying to be ugly. If they didn't follow it, it was there. Like you have, to, and they they would follow it in the hallways mm-hmm. and like crowded areas. But if you are in your classroom, <sighs> they didn't follow it. Um, which it, I really didn't care because. I'm not trying to be ugly when I say this. My granddaddy passed. And, um. Because of COVID? He got COVID and he was older, but he had a list of other things wrong yeah, with him. Yeah, he was and in the high risk category. He was. Yeah. And, dude, he shopped at the right time. He, he done what he was supposed to. And he was very scared and he isolated himself. Now, a year out. It's been a little over a year since he passed. I can pretty confidently say that if he was sitting here and he had already passed, like, I don't know, talking to a ghost, <laughs> and he said, would you have done your last year differently? I guarantee you he would have said, I wouldn't have isolated. I wouldn't have missed time with my family, and I wouldn't have died alone. And That's the heartbreaking part that I hear in the stories, like how some people are like like they did not let anybody yeah like not the not only that you know that they were alone but Mm -hmm. then like the rules for thee but not for me and other people Mm -hmm. like they got special privileges they got to be with other people it was it was heart-wrenching and when that happened i remember looking at devin and thinking about our four kids sander has had some medical issues that were very concerning. Mm-hmm. You know, he has a VP shunt. He's had brain bleeds. No, no. Do we know how COVID affects brains in that aspect? We don't. We don't. So when my granddaddy passed about, I don't know, a couple of weeks later, I remember looking at Devin and saying, that's it. I am done with COVID. I'm done with letting it choose what we do for our lives because – if I've been in the situation where we didn't know if Xander was going to make it another year. We didn't. Yeah. Uh, many times we've been like that. He got meningitis that too. He survived, you know. Um, if this is meant to be his last year, I don't want it to be cooped up in, a, in our home, scared of the world. I want him to see the world, experience mm-hmm. And I feel like when people hear me about my school board, because I – I'm fighting tooth and nail with them. Oh, no, I want to talk about that because I got some stuff to say. Um, That they don't realize that I I acknowledge that there's a sickness. I acknowledge you could get really sick. I acknowledge that 
if you choose to vaccinate. That, do what you feel is comfortable for you and your family. But don't harass me because I don't believe like you or I say, hmm, we're going to Helen. Well, why are we going to Helen? Because my child, you never know. And why would I risk not giving him the best life possible, not showing him everything he could see? And that's what I'm going to do. And it doesn't matter if that is what people like. That's what my family has chosen. And when it comes to schooling, my kids are at public school currently. And this year, like I said, last year they did masks. They went year round last year. Like they started in August. They started two weeks late, but they started. Are they doing hybrid? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you about that in a second. So (laughs) they started in August. They went to May. In May, it was decided that they would not have masks the following year, that the kids didn't wear them. It was not. Remember, I come from a small town, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, right two days before school started or two days before open house, they said, oh, we're going to do masks. Well, that created a big uproar in our town because they're like, well, they didn't work. The kids didn't wear them. And they didn't have a school board meeting. They made the mandate without a meeting. Um, so, that was kind of a big situation because they weren't following the rules. Well... Um, they ended up reversing that decision and our kids went to school for two weeks and then they were like, oh, cases are high. We're going to go to this hybrid model. And the hybrid model is certain last name letters go Monday, Tuesday. They supposedly clean the schools on Wednesday and then Thursday, Friday, the other half of the alphabet goes. Um, that doesn't work for anybody. Like, I'm not trying to, last year they offered You could be in person or you could be virtual. Like, if you felt like you needed to be virtual, you should be allowed to do that, right? This year, they're like, nope, everybody's going to do hybrid. And what happens with hybrid, and then we ended up switching to virtual, and now we're bouncing back to hybrid. So these kids are being yanked apart. And it's not that they were virtual either. Um, If you were under third grade, you did packet work. That's, oh, wow. that's not virtual learning. With hybrid, if on Monday and Tuesday, if you go to school Monday, Tuesday, your work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is packets. That's not sitting in front of a teacher. And it's not um, something that really is successful. Because we've been doing this. Like, they are not growing. In fact, the packet work, they don't even send enough. And then um, for us in particular, we we buy other programs to help fill in the gaps because we have two with IEPs. They get individualized education plans. Xander is... Is that my phone? That's not mine. No. Um, Xander <clears throat> is um, blind in one eye. Oh, no. Yeah. You would, Can you tell? No. No. Uh, and sometimes he needs some things modified. Well, he's not getting that modification. Um, we have a child that is in a higher grade that reads and writes and does math in a really lower grade, and she's not getting help. Zinger gets 25 hours a week. How many hours do you think he's getting on hybrid? 10. Oh, wow. That's not even half. No. And, um, 
I just have very strong opinions towards my school board. Good. I mean, uh, uh, well, since you mentioned that, like, you've been seeing the rounds of, like, Mm -hmm. all these viral videos of parents going up to these school board meetings. Our school board has decided that they are going to hold meetings whenever they want to and not at the legal times that they're supposed to or on the dates that they have publicated because they're tired of hearing parents. Man, see, that's what, like, good. You're tired of hearing parents? Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, like, how about then you do actually, it right. How, how about you actually listen? Like, yeah. it's not that hard. How about, so... I would get fired. If I oh, was in a school board member, I'd be that like one that's like, yo, we need to listen to these parents. They know better. Uh, uh, than their kids and they'd be like yeah DJ you're fired I'd be like alright do you want to know why we went back to the hybrid model out of virtual Tell it. so that they could play football wow I, I was I, I was expecting something stupid along the lines of like oh it's for the safe, the virtual signal it's for the safety no, it's for wow, extracurricular football. activities wow school let me make this very clear school is not there for extracurriculars it is there for education. We did extracurriculars. I love extra. Every single one of our children do extracurriculars. But you know what? School is not there for extracurriculars. It's there to provide an education for our children. And they should have. I mean, it. extracurriculars, it's. They're important. They're important, but like, it's not hard for a school to provide that. Like, you don't, you don't have to. You know, I mean, with certain equipment, like I know uh, back when we were in high school, I think the most expensive one besides uh, uh, sports was um, the uh, the musicals because instruments are not cheap. Right. So, it, and depending where you go to school, like down there, let, their band's pretty big, but like their drama department is really small and they don't have the budget. Oh, I'm shocked. Big shock because us <laughs> drama kids just didn't deserve anything, you know. But in fact, North Cobb had a lot more options and material than where I went to school. We didn't have a black box. Yeah. I mean, but um, I have made it. I wrote a letter to my school board and I was just nice. talking to them because they held a meeting and I didn't get to go. And I had a whole speech. And in my speech, it said, You taught us that we are Wayne County and we are family. And I expect you to be treated like family. And sometimes family has to be frank. And sometimes they should offer advice. But our job is to support you. And I went on to tell them, listen, these kids with IEPs, we have two. Um, These kids with IEPs in particular, the reason they have IEPs, we don't, us parents don't choose it. The school chooses it. The government, like our state government, goes over these documents. They are legal documents. And um, those kids that have IEPs have it for a reason. And if you're only offering less than half, that's not appropriate. That's not appropriate. You signed a legal document saying that they should have so many hours a week. Um, the other kids, there are other kids suffering too. Like some kids go to school for emotional support, mental support, food, and our community is not a rich community. So some of those kids are going to school just to get away from their home life. There's a reason 
that school's there for them and why it needs to be there. So I may sound like, oh, I'm a stay-at-home mom and I want to get my kids out of my house. That's not the case. The case is my kids need to be educated and they have the right to a basic education, mm-hmm. right? And they receive certain services. Speech services are part of IEP. I can't teach a child to speak correctly. I don't have the skills. Um, sometimes it's, there's a lady in my community, her child is fully wheelchair bound. No, no. And she's like, without the school support, because she doesn't have a nurse, because they don't have that in our community. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't know what to do. She's uh, she's so depressed because she loves her kid. We love our children regardless if they have IEPs or not. But sometimes that school support is so desperately needed just so that the mom can sleep at night or the dad can sleep at night or whoever yeah. could sleep while the kids are at school because they're up all night. Because in his case, he he's on life support. But he, at school, they get a little bit of a break and he's only at school for so many hours. So when we're saying, hey, our kids need to be back in school, hybrid is an excuse. Hybrid is an excuse to do football. And it's a dumb excuse. Man. Not... Right. So I listened to uh, several podcasts and, mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, and one of my uh, favorite shows is uh, the Matt Wall show. Mm-hmm. And do you know him? I think I've watched a few. Oh, man, dude. That dude's awesome. And, like, he is a huge advocate for getting your kids out of the public school. And, like... So, yeah. We have recently decided that our two that do not have IEPs, Mm -hmm. that we are petitioning the state. Because you can't just pull your kids out of school because you want to. Um, you have to petition the state and there's some guidelines that they require you to do. The state of Georgia isn't as like, there are other states that are really strict with homeschooling. Um, we have decided to pull our two youngers. Absolutely. We are, we have found the curriculum. No, I don't, oh my God. Like, I mean, you know, I don't have a dog in the fight because I don't have kids and stuff, Mm -hmm. but that should not be a thing. I don't. I, I don't care. I don't have kids, but that should not be a thing. It's like you as a parent, it's like no. I'm, I'm gonna pull my kids out. Oh well, you have to go through these. You have fences. to jump you through jump. hoops. Yeah, no. and you could go to jail if like That's you have just... to get a state paper. This is we are very serious about it. We are gonna start with our two that don't have IEPs because we have four kids. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna start with our two that don't have IEPs and fill it out because we've never done homeschool before. When we've looked at private schools, um, there's not very many openings in our area. COVID, COVID took our openings, you know, no. and we have a lot of kids, so we'd want them all at the same school. But um, we're going to pull the two youngers and do some homeschooling with them. We found an accredited program that teaches them everything they learn at school and foreign language, Good. starting in kindergarten. Good. Uh, and... The younger they are learning a language, the better. The better it is. And then there's things like um, with the state, you have to send a declaration of intent and they have to sign it and then you have to take it to your school board. And supposedly the school board's supposed to accept it. But of course, I've had a big mouth and they don't like me very good right now. Good. No, I I still show up, man. I'll make them scared. I'll make them uncomfortable. 
God, yes, it, like, I have. I have way. made a lot of uncomfortable people. Good. Recently. Good. I. I just man. I, like I said, I don't care what you choose, but I choose for my kids to go to school. Dude, I don't want to go to one of these school board meetings. I don't. Want, I don't want to talk. I just you want just to be. Want to listen. I, and I, not only that, I want to be your hype man. I want to be there when somebody <laughs> like drops bars and be like, "Oh, oh snap! Oh man, they told you! Oh, I want to be your I hype told man." Told them if you would have known me in high school, if you would have known my name in high school, you would have been like, "Oh, she's quiet. Yeah, she don't say a word." And I really didn't. But when it comes to my kids, I'm like, Mama Go- Bear here. Good. Like, my kids deserve better. Your kids deserve, and your future kids do deserve school Dude, no. systems that work for them. It, oh, man. Like, it, it, tax it, dollars pay for them. That's what I'm saying. Like, listening and watching all these school board meetings. And uh, so, uh, b- besides the mass mandate, this was like a little bit before it mm-hmm. um, with CRT. And my thing is like that's the uh, reason we're pulling. And and see me, like how earlier I was saying that I'm not an emotional person. There this are one very there me. are very few things that can kind of get under my skin. I won't lose my cool, but it's like these are certain things I'm passionate well, about. We, race is one of them. Race is one, right? And, and I feel like It makes me uncomfortable to talk about it because I don't want to feel anyone to feel like no. See, and that like I mean I I feel you, but see that's that right there. That's what that's why uh, that pisses me off. Uh, because you shouldn't feel because people people did it such a I hate it. They've done a terrible job. I will say they did a good job of when we were growing up. I see it like like. I I see it like a a, an award battlefield like that opponent. Like if I were to see Mm this uh. Like, if I wasn't living in today's time and I was reading about this in the future, like reading the history, I would be like, wow, since I have no stake in the fight and this is past, wow, they did a good strategy to suppress that other side to make them feel uncomfortable, to make them mm-hmm. feel like they don't have a voice or that they shouldn't mm-hmm. have a voice. And that's bull crap. It, it does. It I don't makes... want to cuss because your kids are here, but like, I my... don't care. I, here, let I, me, I, I I'm a bad mom over here. We cuss in front of our kids, we drink alcohol. We I mean, don't that's smoke, it, it, but, but yeah, no, because I cuss like a sailor, but I can control one it. Of, this was the needle in the hay straw for us. Um, our we're doing hybrid. We get packets sent home, and our first grader, and I want to, I want to. There are certain things that should wait when your child's more emotionally mature, mm-hmm. more mentally mature. A six-year-old is a six-year-old, so. One of my favorite things that I learned about growing up was Ruby Bridges. Mm-hmm. Same. Her story is incredible. Is it appropriate for a six-year-old? Probably not. Because it's not just like, oh, Ruby Bridges went to go. It was like, it really goes in depth with these six-year-olds about racial inequality. My kids need to know about racial inequality. I agree. But if we're not doing it at an age-appropriate level or putting it in age-appropriate material, that material says K to 12. Mm -hmm. That should immediately say first grade. That's too old for first grade. I um, want my kids to learn as much as possible, but what I don't want to happen is... You don't want them to be guilt-tripped into it. You don't want them to feel like, oh... When we talk about segregation... In particular, mm-hmm. for me, anyway. I want my kids to, one, understand how terrible it was. Mm-hmm. 
and that that is unacceptable but two I also want them to be able to say man I'm no different than you like you're a person I'm a person doesn't matter what we look like yeah so when that packet came home this week that was kind of like oh oh uh and I tried to go through it and I I try to give everything an open book and try, right? And when my daughter, and she's the most emotional, mature of all of our kids, when my daughter was like, why can't she just choose what school she went to? It was like kind of red flag to me that she's not old enough for that material. Mm -hmm. And um, when I brought it up to my school, they're like, kind of like, well, you can homeschool or you can go to private school. Homeschool. Thank you. Yep. That was kind of one of those things that it threw me over the edge because I want her to learn about Ruby Bridges. I want her to learn about segregation, but I want her to be able to truly encapsulate it mm-hmm. and be like, oh, crap, people really screwed up. Yeah, like the whole point, it's funny because like I'm in history class right now. But, like, I wonder if my <laughs> professor watches this. They're going to uh, be like, that like, country bumpkin like, lady is crap. She's going to like mark points off me. <laughs> like uh, with history. Um, There's always two sides. And well, but it, it was wrong. Well, not only that, like, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm particularly talking about like teaching kids, like, mm-hmm. like you said. Because this, again, I don't have any kids. I hope to in the future. But this is what, this is what I would say. Like, it, me and the wife, we, we would talk. It's like, all right, listen, we got to make sure that whoever teaches them history, whether we're homeschooling mm-hmm. or we send them to a good school that's going to teach them our values, is, yeah. uh, it's like, listen, I want you to not only teach this history, but I want you to make sure that it's like, hey, listen. In a way, I don't know how to phrase it, but it's in, hard. In, in a, it's hard it, to have this conversation. Yeah, in a way, well, in a way, it's like I want you to teach this. Like, this has passed. Yes, there's that's some... the problem I had with this packet in particular. Was it made it sound like it was today? Yeah, and see, that's my thing. Like, like okay, like let me put this on the table. Is there racist people today? Yes. Yeah. Is there still racism here today? Yes. yes not as much as it was in the past. And I don't care. I will fight tooth so, and nail to anybody who, who disagrees with me. I, I challenge anybody. Who I want them on the show so we can talk about it civilly. Yeah. But my thing is, uh, okay. Like, so I'm, 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 I'm going to say something again. I'm a broken record, but I'm uh, uh, like, I just want to put this out there. Um, so uh, I relate everything to martial arts. I think mm-hmm. almost anything in life I can relate it to martial arts. Uh one of my cousins, I'm not going to say who it is, like but me and this person we disagree about race relations mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I told this person I well this person asked me how how can I say this? How can I believe this uh and 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 all that. And I said it because of martial arts. Why? Because I've gotten my butt kicked mm-hmm. and I've kicked butt. I've been choked out. I've choked people out. And, with and until all you're that, in those situations, you can't learn about it. Yeah. And, and with mm-hmm. all that, one thing I've learned was I'm not a victim. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Yeah. It, like, 
like right now, if, if, if I were to lay down the maps that I had and I was to teach you, like you, Brittany, how to mm-hmm. get out of a chokehold. Can you please do a podcast where you're teaching somebody some martial arts? I might be, actually, like in the future. That would be so cool. That, that would actually be <laughs> kind of cool. Okay, that was um, side note. That would actually be kind of cool. Uh, I might write that down for the future. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I could literally teach you who has no experience in it. I could teach you within... 30 minutes to an hour, how to get out of a, a basic chokehold. Now, it's not about you getting out of the basic chokehold that's important. It's learning about step one. one. Mm-hmm. Because you can't do step 10, which is getting out of the chokehold, until you do step one. And in yeah. order to do step two, you got to do step one. Once you do step one, you do you step two. You can move on to two. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and you move on. You th- These steps are important. And what you learn is not only about these steps, but you learn... I can do these steps. There's no reason for me not to do these steps. I can do this. And right there, like slowly but surely, you you realize how powerful you really are as an individual. Mm-hmm. And and again, kind of going back uh, what I said earlier, is like whether it's martial arts, sports, working out, whatever. When you do some, a physical activity and you're just exhausted, you don't have time for the petty mm-hmm. BS in the world. But anyways, with but again, with martial arts... and. Other sports is that, well, I just, I, I talk about martial arts. But anyways, but because I've been choked out, because I've been in a stressful situation and I, I remain calm and I do these steps, I'm able to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's great. So I just apply that in other life. Uh, before I went to school, I was at a restaurant that, and I was pretty unhappy. My social life was crap. And I... Well, I, I was being choked out mm-hmm. and I needed to get out of it. So what I did, I did step one, I did step two, and now I'm here. And now you're I doing what breathe. you love and you can breathe again. And, and I feel like. Well, let me add this real quick. And when somebody goes like, oh, that's great, but uh, somebody has it easier than you or somebody has it harder than you. If, if somebody says to me, they're trying to oppress me, they're trying to get me to have that mentality like, oh, well, there's an oppressor. You know what I'm going to say? Good. I need an opponent. I need to look somebody dead in the eyes and be like, hey, you're my opponent? Great, let's handshake. I'm taking you down. Like, that's it. Yeah. Because I, you're, I you're your biggest enemy and you're your biggest supporter. Like, uh, You're right. Of, nobody's going to be able to teach you better than you. And nobody's going to be able podcast, to teach your kids better than your ki- you because you're yeah. their parent. And one thing... There's such an uncomfortability about talking about race. Because you're you like, see, I, I don't, got heated a little bit. But I don't I mean, wanna, I'm in control. I'm, in, I'm having. I don't fun. want to offend anybody, but I want to learn. I want to be like, okay, well, tell me what I should teach my kids about your race, uh, and they need to be emotionally mature enough to handle it. Because yeah, right now it's they just, don't. My see, thing is, it's the guilt trip. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like here, I'm, I'm. I shouldn't sit here and feel guilty. And I, when did I meet you? How old were you? Do you know? We were uh, in high school. Seventeen, eighteen. What kind of relationship did we have? We were friends. Yeah, but we had a connection. Yeah. And there were days that, did you want to be more than friends? Oh, my God. Yeah, I didn't think okay. you were Hey. This is where I'm going with Devin, this conversation. Like, she probably, uh, <laughs> so, did you want to? De- yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you feel like would have, or because we never dated, mm-hmm. and um, what did you really feel like held us back a lot? 
It was my hesitance. Oh, yeah. It was. And a part of it had to do with, and this has changed as I've gotten older and I've gotten more outspoken, but we, what our parents grew up mm-hmm. when it came to race, what our grandparents grew up when it came to race is completely different than what we grew up. Yeah. Part of it came from social media and the opportunity to see the whole world. So there was hesitance on my end because I didn't know how to how I would have been treated by my family. And uh, like I mean, I'm I'm glad you said it. it's a real thing. It's and I. But do I you know like... what? Now they're like, man. Because part of it's because I've dated all over the board now, but uh, and I've been <laughs> more brave. But uh, man, my kids will never feel that. Good. Yeah. They will never feel that pressure. And, and I'm sitting here saying, oh, I didn't like Ruby Bridges for my first grader. Not because I don't like the story. Not because. No, it's a good story. It's a powerful story. It is so it, important for our kids to You don't to know want that. them to not have it be wasted if they. At six, at six years old. Yeah, exactly. When all they want to do is play outside. Like, that is a strong topic. That is a topic. I learned that, about Martha Luther King. I was in the fifth grade. And I think I, I was in the second grade, but it didn't hit me. I didn't fully understand that till sometime, I think, in middle school. So when I was in the fifth grade, um, we did Black History Month. Mm-hmm. And it was a big deal because what you did in Black History Month was we went to Atlanta. We were in, I was in South Georgia. And we visited Martin Luther King's house. We did the Civil War. We even did the Civil War thing where it spins uh, it's somewhere up here. I mean, I, I haven't been there. Uh but that was a big topic mm-hmm. for fifth grade in particular. And now looking back, seeing Ruby Bridges for my first grader, and we talked about Ruby Bridges too, but I'm like, man, she's just not emotionally mature enough because, and I, fifth grade, I keep saying about middle school is about the right age to, depending on your child, because um, I, I understood the heaviness mm-hmm. of it. And again, it still affected me when I was in high school because I, even though for me and you, good friends, I liked you, I had guilt because my grandparents and what, whoever, because life was different. Mm-hmm. And I feel like millennials in particular are kind of like, you're a person, I don't care. It doesn't matter sex yeah, it's, or it, race. Or... But what's like, but what's And we happening... will teach our kids, it don't matter. But see... Like and I'm what's not, happening is they're teaching children to care, in my opinion, because. But well, here's what I'm gonna add: it's not to not only care, but that you need to care about the sins of your father. Mm-hmm. That saying, and, and I think that was what I struggled with. Yeah, that's what I was gonna go with. And see, I was and, kind of like, how could I date him? And but see, like, not feel guilty that maybe my ancestors put his family through something. See, and like, or people he loves through something, and see, like it's like I hate that you had to have that thought. Uh, and there was no way to talk about it when we were growing up, and, and, it wasn't an open but, conversation. No, but see, that and that's what I'm talking about. See, mm-hmm. this is why race, like, is one of those things I care about because, uh, again, and this is where I can say, like, man, my opponent, though I do mm-hmm. not like my opponent, like, they did a good technique a good strategy to muscle that you respect, uh, some though, people and in some ways like i not, not really it's just, i don't like the word respect no no it's but just you, like you're, wow you're like, happy that they gave you i a can acknowledge challenge. 
that, wow, what you did was a good technique. I do not like it. But right. the fact that you were able to suppress and muscle people and to make them their biggest enemy, I'm like, mm, I don't like you. But... Yeah, and it, I feel like the CRT. Because, like, but like what I was going to say about, like, the sins of our father is because literally, even as a kid, like, I love my parents to death. Mm-hmm. And, and they're I my biggest... Too. Yeah, like, they're my biggest fans and all that stuff. Uh, and I know they're watching this. Like, and so when I hear that, I knew sins of your father, both like without actually knowing that quote. That uh, they followed I, with you. Like, I remember mm-hmm. when I was like, just a kid, like a, a, a teenager, young and stuff. Though I respected my dad, I didn't want to be my dad. I wanted to be me. I want I want to be, be yeah. my own guy. But and, and your parents, what's so great about parenting is that you always want your kids to be better than you. Exactly. So I think, like and, I said, millennials are so open. me and my open. brother that all the time. Like, he would tell us, like, hey, I want I want you to do better than me and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I would never, even as a kid, I would, ne- I would hate it for somebody. No one ever did, but I would hate it for somebody to come up to me and be like, hey, I'm going to kick you every day. Because of something your dad did, I, I would yeah. be like, uh, "No, <laughs> like, no, you're like, not." Why would you do that? To like, me? yeah, that was him. Take it up with mm-hmm. him. I'm me. I'm my own guy. And so, it's today's time. It's like not like, and let's stop beating around the bush. It's mainly to white people that they're trying to do it to, uh, mm-hmm. uh like oppressing them. It's like, oh, you need to recognize the sins of your you father. N- you need to not say anything and, and just be thankful that. Um, we're not doing more or we're not teaching your kids yeah, more. And what makes yeah. me even extra mad about that and what gets my uh, blood boiling a little bit, but not too much because you she's my niece, yeah. is that my um, one of my brothers, like, we're not blood related, but I consider him my brother. He's mm-hmm. one of my best friends. He he and gave birth to his daughter, which I consider my niece, and, and she's white. Mm-hmm. and the most innocent thing in the world and she's only a year she's old a it's the most innocent thing in the freaking world and you're gonna tell me that like oh that person We're is gonna already gonna have white privilege oh that person already has racism in their dna yeah. and all that stuff and i'm like i know both their parents mm-hmm. they are not remotely racist no. don't you dare tell me that that and that's what a little bit like go jump off a bridge go that, play in traffic that's I'll what bothered you. us about our little six-year-old because she doesn't know and it's not that she knows we all look different but she doesn't she doesn't know race and that's a, she's good. like you're a person when people say like oh that's actually blind to say like i'm colorblind good is it pissing you off i don't good. care i don't yeah. care because our neighbor is mixed right mm-hmm. the little boy and do you think that they notice no you know what they do notice man he he likes to play video games with me yeah and I want see, it like that. Do you ever see those For now. cute videos and of later, kids? When they're old enough to understand, like, what happened when they're yeah. mentally, when they're mature enough to understand. Yeah, that's when we open up the conversation. And it's a conversation. It's not just, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. This is how you should feel. They weren't alive. Dude, I'm a, and like, thank God I'm at this point in my life right now because if I was younger and in school and going through what some of these oh kids are going goodness. through, I, I, I'd probably get expelled because if somebody comes oh. up to me and be like, hey, you need to feel this type of way and I feel the way I feel now, I would laugh at their face, be like, make me. 
But yeah, real quick, and I thought, have you seen those videos with uh, uh like two kids that like two different races like they're like four years old and they're dressed the same? Devin was telling me about that one on my way up here. Those and are it like, pissed him off because he was like, "Why don't they recognize their differences and be happy that they each bring something different to the table? No, Why see, is it important?" Well, no, no. What what? But here's what I'll say. What's like beautiful about those videos mm-hmm. is like when the they'll get the kids to be like they'll. I, I remember this one kid, uh, they were both wearing a red shirt and, and, and glasses, I think. And they, and they like, liked oh. their red shirt. And okay. then they were like, oh, uh, what's the difference? And he's like, oh, his red shirt's redder than mine, his glasses. And they're I the exact that. same. And, and, and some people would be like, oh, that they should recognize their race at an early age. And I'm like, no. But then on the flip side, what makes me mad is that. Uh, I'm not again. I'm not saying history is not important. It is. We, we should learn it, and you're right. Like they should learn it at a more mature age, so they mm-hmm. can digest the information better. But and not have sins of their fathers. Like it, not repeat history. Exactly. But my mm-hmm. thing is like, like I mean, thank none of my history teachers in the past. Most of them were pretty bad, but I was always <laughs> a rebellion and smart, uh, like common sense wise. Yeah. That none of them tried to make really make me feel like a victim mm-hmm. and and thank god i did martial arts because i was am impossible. so thankful we grew up when we did because there was yeah like i said and we didn't not social talk media ab- social media is way worse we it, didn't really talk about race even though i know you probably had race pressure and i probably had race pressure it, it, not like extremely in our face but we it wasn't discussed it wasn't like oh you can't hang out with them because of this or Oh, you need to change your appearance so that y'all can blend. So no, I'll tell you a little bit about of... mine, like a little bit of what I had to go through. But I don't like. I don't want you to be like. It won't hurt my feelings. I want you to no no. no <laughs> okay. It's not even that. It's I don't want you to like be sad for me. Like oh, yeah. you had to go through that. I want you to laugh with me, and I say <laughs> with me because I laughed at the time. So I'm Dominican American, mm-hmm. and uh. I like, I'm a nerd. I like nerdy things and but all that stuff. But you're not associated with Dominican most of the time. A lot of culture and all that stuff. Yeah. So the common thing I would get, it's like, oh, oh you're, you're white black. and or all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, you talk why you like white things and all that stuff. Did you fit in with either culture? Well, like in he, that aspect, do you feel like that? So here's my answer to that. No, but not, it like, didn't matter. It didn't matter. Okay. Here's why. Because I have to ask these questions because I was your friend. Yeah. And it didn't matter to me, and I. But I hear people talk about, oh, especially if they looked black, or mm-hmm. if they were mixed, or even Indians that sometimes look darker. Yeah. Um, they're like, I didn't fit anywhere in anywhere. Yeah. And I'm like, but, and I think that's just personality. I'm like, how? Because I had you, and I had other friends, and I was like, I don't understand because it didn't matter to me what you looked like. Yeah. Again, my two biggest thing and i needed these two things without them i don't think i would have been the dj that i am today mm-hmm. uh was martial arts and drama now drama yes. was huge for me yeah yeah now yes in a way like it I, shaped my life in good and bad ways yeah um it, with uh, uh uh like growing up the way i did again my parents were awesome mm-hmm. nothing bad uh but anyways, it's that like, oh, I'm not the typical, uh, stereotypical Dominican and oh, I'm liking all these other cultures and all that stuff. 
and you know me, I'm an extrovert, and you know me mm-hmm. how I said, like, I have a way of making friends and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I made my own group. I didn't care. Like, uh, uh, how... Like, I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be, yeah. uh, 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 like, the next action star and all that stuff. And I wanted to, uh, oh, like, I didn't care about, oh, here's a Dominican martial artist actor. You didn't care about your race. I didn't care you about my race. You just wanted to be I, an actor. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so I made my own group. I didn't care about it. I had I had that ability. I could make friends. Mm-hmm. Uh and and the thing that I cared more about we was so was unique. what we shared as like in a way a culture. So when we went to we had a culture, right? Yeah. So when I went to like martial art class, we all wanted to get better. We all wanted to get stronger. When we went to drama, we all wanted to get better at mm-hmm. acting. We all wanted to make the best build skit our set and, and, and build a set. Whatever. Like we yeah. all had a shared value, a common mm-hmm. goal, and most I think of that's them were what's different. Been lost. Now. Still, even with Dominican, like, here's what I would challenge, like, somebody who hates me for whatever reason, <laughs> I can't imagine why, but it, it, somebody says, like, oh, I, I would challenge them. It's like, okay, what is a traditional Dominican? They will give me a list of things. I would find that guy or girl. Later. <laughs> Plug your headphones in, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're fine. Oh, that's what I was saying. It's it's super lax. Okay. One second. <laughs> um, but well, yeah, so, uh, uh, like so, find me what you consider a uh, uh, a traditional Dominican. I guarantee you, I guarantee F and T you that those two guys or girls, whatever, are still going to be different. They're gonna their favorite food is going to be different. Their favorite mm-hmm. color is going to be different. Their favorite sports is going to be different. I One there's second. No, yeah you're fine. One second, they're fighting. And we're back. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Um, but anyways, yes, like I was saying, if I were to grab two traditional Dominicans, two traditional black people, two mm-hmm. traditional Indian, whatever the case may be, everybody's going to be effing different, no matter mm-hmm. what the case is. Like, yeah, some people are going to have s- certain shared values. Like if I were to go to Switzerland and grab two random people, they're going to agree on a lot of things, but they're still going to be di- uh, 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 disagree on certain mm-hmm. things too. No one is exactly the same. No. I don't even think identical twins are. They're not. Like, exactly. <laughs> so my thing is like, I, and the, the, the weird thing is what like, I, I started seeing the strings that controls the system in a way. I realized this at a very early age mm-hmm. that no one is, no one's the same. No. Uh, we're going to have, we, we need to sh- have certain shared values. Like again, uh, like in a sports team, it doesn't matter. Your goal what, is to play the best you can play. Yeah, like it doesn't matter about your walks of life or anything. We're in a team. We, we have a shared win. goal. What's the goal? We want to win. Yeah. So we need to ha- we need to share so, that. Like you can't be in the team and say, "Eh, I want to do all right." So no, how we do win. we win as people to make it one not uncomfortable? Like, I feel like we should be able to talk about race without being overheated. I mean, like, because yeah. We're in 2020. We're no, we're in 2021. I like we're in 2021. What did you say? 2020. Dude, we're almost in 2022. We are, but like we should be able to have open conversations without. No, and and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like here's my secret to it. Even again, even though this is a small show, and YouTube can probably ban it. Whatever. Yeah, they may ban our conversation. (laughs) Just talk about it. Here's the thing. Just Just talk talk about about it. it. Like, it's if like, you said Britney 
if somebody says, hey, DJ, you can't say this. You know what the first thing I'm going to say? I'm going to say that. Oh, wait. That's amazing. I just said that. All right. Honestly, if you had questions for me or if I had questions for you, and part of the reason I like to ask people questions, regardless of what race or walk of life they Mm -hmm. come from, because I have kids. Mm -hmm. I want to say, DJ, how did being Dominican define you as a kid, you may say it didn't. No. It had no, it had, and I would say, well, do you feel like you were treated different? Because I have children that I, I do want to, like, I want to encourage them that everybody's different. They all come from different homes, regardless what color. Like, I, I hate to bring it down to basic because it doesn't matter what color you are. Wait. Your home's different. <laughs> Just to brighten up the subject a little bit, let me tell you a funny story. <laughs> Oh my god, I was such a jerk to this uh, old coworker back when I worked at Old Charlie's. I forgot her name. I don't even remember her name. All right, so uh, one time there was this new coworker, and for the sake of the story, I'm gonna call her Lily. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, I said to everybody, I was like, "Hey, I I only speak Spanish. Like I don't know English and." Uh, let's, let's have that, like, tell her that, oh yeah, I only I know I think you've told me about this before, oh, yeah. did I? Well, I'll just tell it for my audience then. So, I think I went on this for like a week or two. It felt like a week. It, it, it was for a while. This girl, the sweetest she could be, she was like, she'd be like, hey, can I give you my plates? And I'd be like, yeah. She's like, can I give you my, my plates? And I'd be like, Blato? And she's like, yeah, yeah, Blato. I'd be like, oh, see, sí, see. Sí. And all that stuff. And, and she was like no. trying to talk to me all this much. And then like one time she was asking for something and I was like, yeah. And she was like doing her best. She's so uncomfortable. She was like, she was like, like this. She was like trying to describe it. And then eventually I, I ended you it. You felt guilty, like, didn't you? <laughs> I said, I'm just effing with you. I know how to speak English. And the I know her on, eyeballs were huge. Dude, like you speak perfect English, and yeah. I've made myself look like an idiot. <laughs> dude, I went on for this like for a whole week, and and all my coworkers were cool that like they went with it. And her face was so red. It was it was the funniest thing. I was just like, yeah, I'm just effing with you. I know English. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh you my gosh, she was such a good she sport. Was probably like, God, that was one I of my made a fool of myself. Dude, that was that was one of my greatest accomplishments. I'll never live hey, up to that. Hey, had she looked you up on Facebook or something, she would have found out. That she... <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> all my status. She'd be like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> wait, how did that happen?" That so if somebody goes like, "Oh, has being Dominican ever affected you?" Yeah, just that one time where I get to mess with a coworker. <laughs> it's so. It. I mean, so we acknowledge that there is racism. We acknowledge yep. that. But at what age do you teach your kids? Do you start them at birth? I don't know no. if that's a... They're children. No, because, like, again, maybe you can educate me on this because I'm, I'm not a, a parent yet, and one day I will be. But here's here's what I'm going to... Here's what I believe. Um, Here's what I'm... Sander. <laughs> I mean, he's fine. He's fine. Okay. Uh, Here's what I believe. Um, And call me crazy. I don't know. I just have this... I just have this opinion. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um... You're not a kid forever, and yeah. your childhood has an expiration date, and ugly things in the world are still going to be there. And, it, you know, with social so media, So maybe let them smaller. be kids? I don't know. Like, That's, I just have that opinion. So I feel like that, too. If 
why bring race in, race into it at a and young age? And kids are emotional. Like they are, dude. Like if you told me, like if thank oh my god, again, thank, thank God you. nobody like when we were kids for like oh. Because we me, were taught older. Yeah, if you told me, like, I was always going to be a I victim, that I was guilt. never going to live up to anything. Yeah. Like, I... And we're on kid, the opposite side that. of the spectrum because you would have been like, man, I hate life because I'm a victim. And I would have felt guilt for my whole life. What good does that do for anybody? It doesn't no. do you good. It doesn't do me good. It that's not how my kids are being raised. Now, like, in a... Should they respect everybody? Yes. Now, in a jokingly... Oh, okay? It's okay. <laughs> it was my iPad. <laughs> uh, still, like, don't let it crack. Um, Verizon. But uh, uh, in a in a dark way, I'm not, like, serious, serious about this, but uh, uh, I almost have that mentality. Like, thank God no one has ever, uh, uh, like, approached me and been angry with me saying, like, Oh, that I need to feel like a victim or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I almost have that feeling like, all right, tell you what, I'll make you a deal. I'm going to lay down the mats, come to wherever, come to this gym. Let's roll. If you beat me, if you are able to choke me out, I'll, I'll consider myself a victim. <laughs> if you can beat me. If you can't beat me, then uh, shut up. I just, uh, man, I just think. Kids should be kids. I think kids should be kids. I just have that weird opinion. Kids I, I feel like kids. that about a lot of things, even when it comes to school. Like they should learn to read, write, and do arithmetic at a young age mm -hmm. until about third grade, right? Do we really need to throw social studies in before third? Probably not. I like listen. I love social studies and science. I am so excited to get oh, to science, teach I that. Um, I love math and I love science. Those are my favorite. But I'm also realistic enough to say, huh, are they really going to grasp Newton's laws? No, mm. they're not. Not not to learn about third grade when they're sitting down, paying attention, that, that maturity hits in. I'm like, okay, so when we're talking about race, should we, is third grade proper? And probably not. They really need to, middle school, like that middle school age, because you grow a lot. And you think more. Your world is bigger. When you're a first grader, your whole world is your house, any extracurricular activity you do, and your school. The world, that's as big as it is for them. Yeah, they know about other things, but that's their whole world. When you bring in these big topics like Ruby Bridges, that's too large for her little world. Mm -hmm. Her world's not gotten big enough to understand and she's not emotionally equipped for her own feelings yeah, to understand I, that i i just and i, I keep fighting my school board over all sorts of stuff now 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 let's throw curriculum in it so let's change the subject a little bit uh uh but going with the school board um how, how do you feel about the mass mandates then so <laughs> i am not let me put it this way mm -hmm. our school board doesn't want to be liable for covid mm -hmm. is our school board going to be liable for respiratory illnesses that are not covid due to masks no they, they right. they're not going to cover hospital costs because and it it doesn't really affect my family i bought masks i bought holders for the mask i don't really agree with the mask because 
children get dirty, man. Dude. Uh, it's so quick. How about... And, and they're in the low-risk category. They're, like, statistic oh. is, like, virtually zero. And I, my thing... Again, it, like, I love watching all these parents, like, combat the school board and all that stuff. And how they're saying, like, Maybe. you don't care about our kids. I care about my kids. Right. And all that stuff. And, and Your we need to only hear more job. This is what I told our school board. Your only job. Your only job. Dude, what was the school board? Real quick. I'm sorry to cut you off. But what yep. was the school board meetings like before all this? I feel like. Um. Well, let me tell you. Something, some, I want chill. my school board to put my school into a school zone. And lower the speed. School zone? It's not in a school zone. Not kidding. Isn't that like contradicts? Yeah. So you can go forty five in front of the school. In our case, we walk to school because we live across the street from school. That but defeats the purpose. Yeah. So you know, occasionally you would have an upset parent about curriculum, or you'd have an upset parent about, in my case, the school zone or lack thereof. Mm. <laughs> um. And it's school zones are important not just for those walkers, but the kids in the car, exactly. the kids on the school yeah. bus. Like, what if somebody's going fifty five because that is a forty five, and people like to go ten over, including myself sometimes, but not on that road because there's school. But yeah. um, what if that person nails that bus, man? In fact, somebody hit a. We have a fire hydrant in our front yard. Somebody, man, she got it. But she was going really fast when she got it. And that still wasn't red light to put this area in a school zone. And there's a dance studio and several daycares and karate's right there. You you can't, I don't know. But school board meetings used to be like, occasionally you would have a parent upset about school zones or... They probably had like one or two parents for a while. Mm-hmm. And now they're they're packed out. Yeah. Literally, our school board meeting, you get two minutes to talk, so you better... Yeah, like it's like word vomit, and, all that. and then they really don't, they really don't care. Like yeah. I hate to be like that. No, they. I mean, I don't know what they don't. To, no, they, they they don't, and it, that's they have what, forgotten their job. It it just it just scares me of how much power they have. These a lot of dumb power. people have, mm-hmm. and and oh man, like I can't tell you, like. <laughs> As a kid, I remember as a kid thinking like, oh, all adults were smart and They're all not. adults were had. Or if you wear a suit I'm an and idiot. tie, <laughs> like, or if you wore a suit and tie, yeah, like you're smart, like, oh, and all that stuff. No. Oh, you work for the school board. You're an executive. You've got to like, be really brilliant smart. to work for the school board since oh, you're man. educating children. Oh, and you're a teacher. You like you're no. you're automatically a good person. There's but nothing not. wrong. With, no, not a not teacher. So our no, teachers and teacher. our no, I will be harsh. Like I have a lot of friends who are teachers, mm-hmm. and and we hopefully have they're good. Really uh, good teachers. And, we have really we have an awesome sped department. So whenever I'm speaking out against the school board, it's not against our teachers. It's I mean, there's some teachers our... that need to be, you know, smacked around a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, but you know. Because like when I was in high school, no, I I knew. I can several. I can I can I can picture one. And it's not like oh, it's because you didn't do well in the class. No, no, you just sucked. It's like yeah. kind of like uh uh uh. I'm gonna lose all credibility right here, <laughs> but uh in the uh newest. Karate Kid movie, the most recent one with Jackie Chan, I that one. and uh, it's good. I, I, I kind of like. That. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. Yes, the old ones are better. Shut up. Okay. Anyways, but there was a line that Jackie Chan's uh, character said, and he said, "There's no such thing as a bad student, only a bad teacher." And That's that accurate. is 
100 if not 99.999 percent and not true. all teachers are for all students exactly that's and what i've that's met just the one reality. i forget her name but if i saw if i had a was she a, at norcom yeah if, was she taking teach english yeah yeah i know which one you're talking about Does because it start with the b that's all i remember yeah uh she was the one i can remember her clearly because she was fine for me i had her as a teacher oh man. and she, i remember you 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 would come to my class and walk me to class, yeah, right? See you next and Tuesday. Yeah, you could not. You're like, man, that class sucks. It sucks for you. And I really didn't have that hard of a time. But um, it's different per kid. Now, when it comes to the school board, they should be well-educated. And they should remember their job. Oh, yeah, no. I'm... Is their job to make health decisions for kids? It's no. just... Man, their job is to make educational decisions for children. It's just with like with COVID happening and just like all with the momentum. It's just how scary it is how people are obsessed with power. Mm-hmm. Like how they love people who are scared and they're looking because to them they like block. a god. Yeah, and it's it's scary and fear like, makes people want. There's two ways to handle fear. Either you're gonna head on. Yeah. I talk a lot of it. Um, I don't know how much you know about Xander, but I talk a lot about, about this what? with Xander. Oh. He was born at 24 weeks. They were like, he's not going to make it. He won't make it a day. Dude, oh, wow. he's eight. Right? But um, I talk a lot about this, especially with parents that go through the NICU, um, which is the ICU for babies, infants, um, that there are two responses because you're it's scary. It's mm-hmm. it, it's dreadful. Mm-hmm. Either it's a fight or you fly. Yeah. And that's most things. So either you're going to face it head on and say, nope, this isn't going to ruin things. No. In my case, my kid's going to live. Nope. I, you're going to treat him. Or you're going to say, I can't handle this. I'm out. And you're going to go to somebody who can handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, in our case with COVID, I find myself saying, oh, no, 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 no. My kid's need education covid has i feel like and you can correct me and i, uh, I i'm going to ask you your opinion okay. but do you feel like media in particular here i'm going with this do you feel like media has changed the way we handle covid because maybe we didn't handle the swine flu this way and maybe we didn't handle other things this way do you feel like media has put an impression on covid the media my friend (laughs) are the most honest people in the world they want the best for us or do they want to make a dollar no they're honest (laughs) hard-working people are you kidding me they are they are top-notch they get the seal of approval Screw the media. Okay, so <laughs> my oh opinion my is God, the media dude. has oh, God, screwed man. up. It's just. Do you it, feel like pharmaceutical companies are behind? See, the I'll be honest, uh, that I'm not going to go too far I into because to... I don't. I don't yes, know. Okay. <laughs> and and that's like on a side note. That's the thing. Some people need to put in their vocabulary. Is saying I don't know. I love not that. Not everybody answer. knows everything. No, I don't know everything. That is one of my, when my kids say, "Mom." What is this? I'm like, dude, I, I, don't, I don't know. know. Like I said, I apologize to my kids and I tell them I don't know. I'm like, That's I a good know. question. Let's find out together. I, I don't, don't know. know. My dad, 
I promise I wouldn't talk too much about my parents, but my dad, uh, he... You don't have to. I don't know. Force them to talk about it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's They like their privacy. Oh, I feel that. Anyway. <laughs> Says the guy um, with the podcast. When I was growing up, my dad had this... It was just me and him for a while. Mm-hmm. And he had this statement because, dude, I wouldn't talk to anybody, right? No one. Not even my teacher. But I'd go home and I'd ask my dad a hundred questions. Like, I was, like, storing it like a chipmunk or something. And I would be like, Dad... Yada, yada. What does this do? What does that do? And finally, he said he got to a point he didn't know the answers. And he used to just come up with an answer. He decided that wasn't good enough anymore. And he finally started saying, Brittany, I don't know. But do you want to, did you ask your teacher? And I'm like, no, I didn't ask my teacher. He would say, go tomorrow and ask your teacher. If she doesn't know, come home and tell me. We'll go to the library and we'll ask the librarian. Nice. If she doesn't know, we'll figure out what topic it is. And he would literally, um... Like, when you get a wound or something, he talks about this all the time, that he didn't know it. He worked at a mill. Guy cut his finger off. Mm. Like, it happens. Like, I'm so unemotional about it because it <laughs> happens, right? My dad, my dad's a advanced EMT. Anyway, so he calls the doctor, and he goes, which, he, orthopedic doctor, amazing. He's fantastic with bones and whatever. And the guy goes, dude, put the finger on ice. I'll put it back on. Just douse him in peroxide. And my dad's like, dude, the medical books say don't do peroxide. Peroxide could kill nerves. He was like, do as I said. So my dad douses the man in peroxide. And uh, he takes him to the doctor, and the doctor puts his finger back up. That finger works now. Damn. And so he he always tells that story along with when he would say, well, I don't know. But let's find out. And See, he really meant we were going to find that's out. That's awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad your dad has that mentality. I did that it, with my I kids. Because I had that mentality, now. so I'm glad to know. Okay, that's a good. I don't know if it's a man thing because I don't know. Dude, I, if I if know. I didn't have the dad that I had, and it had just been me and him, like if I had my mom, who uh, moms are nurturing. I'm not the most nurturing mom. I try. I'm more like, uh, brush it off, keep going. But um, I'm thankful that I didn't have that nurturing because I probably would have been like, oh, if mom says uh, I'm not going to push the subject, but because my dad pushed the subject and because he was like, dude, I don't know. Because sometimes dads are like that more so than moms because moms will come up with an answer and be like, go play. But I mean, my mom knew everything, though. (laughs) Yeah, you feel like your parents know everything and we don't. Yeah. And I've. Because my dad was so honest, he's like, dude, I don't know. My mom knew where all my toys were located, where everything was located. <laughs> if my mom, it was scary when my, my mom would be like, like, I don't know, I haven't seen that. I'd be like, crap, it's lost forever. <laughs> yeah, I used to say, so I went to high school up here with you for a year. Mm-hmm. And then I moved in with my grandma down south. And uh, <laughs> I was... Seeing a boy, dating a boy. Dating was a, um, I grew up in a very religious home. So mm-hmm. some of the things when it got, my parents weren't really that religious, but my grandma, she religious, y'all. Grandparents usually are. Whew. Um, So I wasn't supposed to date. I wasn't supposed to see nobody, you know. Um, and How I snuck. I, I went out the front door. <laughs> uh, my grandma said, um, Brittany, if you're going to your friend's house, you go to your friend's house. Well, let's call her Jade. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I was like, yeah, Granny, I'm going to Jade's house. 
No, I drove to Savannah, which is an hour and a half from where I lived, and met with my man friend, guy friend, boyfriend. I don't, I don't know if he was. They said my grandma could tell me where I parked, how far, because in Savannah, I, I, you've been there. You kind of yeah. have to park and walk. Yeah. Um. She could tell me how far I walked and how long I was there. And what time yeah, I got proud. back to my friend Jade's house. <laughs> <laughs> I did stay the night with her, but I, I didn't follow my grandma's directions. And, dude, I was in some trouble. Nah, that's hilarious. <laughs> she just, she was all-knowing. Like, and I I just can't be like that with my kids. I, I'm, I mean, it's okay. Like, I, yeah. I, it's kind of doing a full circle how you were talking about, like, you know, with the parent shaming kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... I can't compare myself to other parents no. because I'm not in the same situation other parents are in. I have two biological t- children. My two biological children have different biological dads. Um, I have two one-day stepchildren. And they all have different parenting plans. They all have different parenting situations. I have a different personality type than some moms yeah. I know. It's just kind of... What matters, the only person you need to matter is, like, right now you're in a relationship with your significant other. We're on the same page, yeah. Exactly. He's more nurturing. He is. And my kids need that because I. But you guys have a, you you have a game plan. We figured it out. Like, whatever your flaws is, he tries to excel. Yes. Whatever his flaws is, you try to excel. And when you, and here's, you, you always have a plan before you have a baby. Like, I'm going to be this mom. You're not. <laughs> You're usually the complete opposite because I was like, oh, I'm going to be nice. I'm never going to cuss around my kids. I'm going to read my kids a book every night. Dude, I'm I'm president of Bad Moms Club over here. <laughs> because, I, and that one thing when me and Devin got together, I had a list of qualities before I dated him. There were some things, a literal list, right? <laughs> he had to have been in a long-term relationship or divorced because I'd been divorced twice by then, right? Like, that was serious to me because you don't know what a long-term relationship's like until you're in it. You can have opinions, but you don't know what it's like. Mm-hmm. He had to have kids, and he had to be a good dad. You can't just have kids and not be a good dad. Yeah. I, I didn't want to be with you. Yeah. And um, some of those specific quality, character qualities, and then I had a list of character qualities, and I think that comes from the religious side. Like, what do you want in your spouse? But when I compared my list to Devin, I finally offered up to go on a date. And some of the things, and we still have some arguments when it comes to the kids. They're not. Uh, you're going to. You're going to. Because even though I'm in a relationship with him, I'm still co-parenting with him. So even though me and my son's dad are not together, we're co-parenting. I'm co-parenting with Devin just as much because even though we are in a relationship, we see the world differently. He sees the world very nurturing he was raised by a mom so i think that's where it kind of bounces out i was kind of raised by my dad so Uh, i'm more nature and he's more nurture and we've just and there are times you have spats like um i don't know i i have jurisdictions for our kids like dude i was i was gonna actually mention that like in the middle of the oh you must have seen my facebook story i did do that I will say, wow, I didn't know the word jurisdiction till like, I, I think, don't know, like, till I was in high school or something. I was like, wow, these kids, you're, you're doing a good job. And, like, how you. you were, I like, especially when you were telling your kids, 
oh, which one do you, which mm-hmm. one do you like, and which one do you not like? And man, I, 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 just, thought, that I, no, I just thought that was hilarious because I was like, if you were to ask me that as a kid, oh, which one I like? None. They all said anything. they didn't like their own bedrooms. They didn't like their own rooms. <laughs> I was like, uh, me, my room as a kid, I was, I was different. I was never a messy kid in the room. Oh man, a little I, bit. I, but I'm not still. Too bad. I, I'm like a tornado. Like I can't. Help I'm not it. a neat freak, but I'm, I'm organized. I, I like organization, and when it's not organized in my life, it's a tornado. Um, jurisdictions is actually kind of funny because. I had lots of friends that didn't know what that word was. When I posted on Facebook, they're like, what is a I know, and the fact, yeah, and you're I doing a good like, job. Yeah, it, it, you see it more in religious homes is what I, we're not a religious home, but there are certain things because I grew up. Certain in, attributes that you brought. That I brought in, I blanket trained, blanket trained my kids. I taught them to stay on a blanket when they were young. And then I upgraded them to stay on the rug and then you could go anywhere on the carpet and it just was a safety thing for me. Um, but there, there are some people that take blanket training to an extreme. Um, that was a religious thing. My, my grandmother was very religious. They taught that it was just one of the principles about how you raise your kids properly. And they had blanket training. So I didn't do it to the extreme that some other people may have done Mm -hmm. it, but I still used, you use what you learn to the way that suits your family best. Yeah. And when it came to jurisdictions, I was shocked when I posted that on Facebook how many messages I got that they didn't even know what that word meant. And I was <laughs> like, oh, that's your your area of duty. And they were like, what? And how do you get your kids to do it? And I said, well, I just draw. I, I, I used to let them choose. I don't do that no more. <laughs> Do you, you do it all, random, like it cycles mm-hmm. through? Okay. Well, what I do is, there. it depends on the week. If we're having a good week, um, I just draw out of a hat. Well, out of a cup usually, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I kind of draw out of the hat. You get this one, you get this one, you get this one. If it's a rough week, like my daughter had surgery last week, um, I kind of put them in their places where they do better or they succeed more or I don't really have to go in behind them to clean. Um, And each child is so different. Like Jubilee, she's good at the dining room in the kitchen and she loves to do laundry. Um, Xander does the best at the bathroom and Ava is really, really good at the living room. She knows where everything goes. Anna Grace really does well with the kitchen as well. So when we're talking about like their jurisdictions, I want them to experience all of them mm-hmm. because when you're an adult, what happens? You got to do all of it. You got to do it all. When you have a kid, what happens? You got to do all of your jurisdictions and theirs. And theirs. <laughs> and I just want to, I don't want life to smack them in the face. Like it's our job to prepare positive, productive, successful members of society. Yeah. And that starts at home. Like, if they can't wash their own clothes, they're going to be broke because they're going to be buying brand new clothes Mm. all the time. Or if they can't put their dishes in the dishwasher or wash them by hand. We have a dishwasher. I haven't always had a dishwasher, and I I love love the dishwasher. It's therapeutic. No, I... mm, (laughs) No. I don't have time for that. Like, I want to go read a book. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. All right, so we're coming up to the end of the show. Uh, Yeah. So... Is there any 
anything you want to mention any last topic anything like any advice you would like to give the world or any what do you want to see in the next 10 years with your show 10 years 10 years I don't do you even feel know what I'm doing next week? <laughs> I hear you, but I'm asking. Like, do you do you still want to be online or on air on yeah. lawn on air? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm I feel a, like you interview so many people, and there are so many questions I have for my you. Not twentieth. You're my twentieth episode. I did three before, so I think you're my seventeenth or something. Yeah, I've, I guess. I've watched uh, a quite so. 16th? No, thank you. Um. Uh, I don't know. I. <laughs> so I have this joke saying that like, the girl I date, like the one who I end up with or whatever, like she has to be the one that looks out in the future because I look out. Uh, the next day, like the next Yeah, you're week. taking it one day at a time. Yeah, day. I go with the flow. I don't take life too seriously. Uh, so it's I rather it's like a good combo. Like again, it's like working with your flaws and all that stuff. So if if so, relating with the show, like okay, so uh, I I am honored and like really flattered because uh how. There are people who've messaged me, you included, people who've privately messaged me. I know, I feel oh, like I me. harass you every few weeks. No. Like, your show is so good this week. And, and I'm like, dang, I feel, I'm like a stalker, man. No, like, no. I really should back off. But No, I, I feel, I feel honored, honestly. And, uh, but yeah, like, I've, I've had people message me saying like, hey, that they're interested. They would like to be on the show. They want to talk about whatever subjects and like, cause I'll talk about whatever. Even, I'm so even if it's controversial, we'll talk about it. This is not I'm not scared. what I was coming to talk to you about. I don't know what I was, I had so many questions. I really wanted to interview you, but oh, it went well, the other way around. Have, oh, well, we're coming on to the end. But anyway, so, <laughs> but like to answer your question though, uh, I started to make a list mm-hmm. and uh, I'm actually booked in a way, like there's some room for flexibility, but mm-hmm. I'm actually booked all the way till December. And so I'm really happy about that. Like it, it makes me happy. But that being said, I like okay. Like realistically, after you know, after you leave today, and I go ahead and start the editing process, uh, and it's probably gonna take me like a week to finish. But uh, I go ahead and hit up the next person mm-hmm. to have on the show, and then that's it. That's the farthest extent to my show. I've had people, you know, nice like. They're, they're, you know, their heart's in the right place. They're trying to say, oh, you should do this. You should do that with your show. And that's, that's, it's your show. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. Like, again, they, they care. They're, they're coming from a good place. Uh-huh. And it's not that I won't do it. It's not like they don't have good ideas. It's that I, I'm not going to do that right now. I, I like Eventually. what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Later in like the future, said, maybe. When you brought up martial arts, I was like, man, that would be a cool podcast show. It, exactly. <laughs> so I, I actually might one day in the future. Who knows? But right now, like, I, I take it step by step, little by little. I like what I'm doing. Can I see myself doing this in 10, 10 years? Sure. Uh, can I also see myself stopping? Maybe. But I, I, I don't let it dictate. My main focus it's right now, what fun. I'm prioritizing right now First off is my three classes, 
finish into some. I'm Do you taking ever feel like, like you've been in subject. school forever? Because I feel like that. I'm, it's only been a almost a year, but I'm oh, just like I'm taking one or two classes do. here and there for the past ten. I've oh, almost been graduated for ten years. Yeah, and I've taken one or two classes nice. here and there. I'm like, am I ever gonna graduate? It no. just it just sucks because I know what I want to do. Mm-hmm. That's that's what sucks. But but anyway, so yeah, like I'm just realistically. You have priorities, I'm, and yeah. you don't know if in ten years this will continue to be your priority. Yeah, exactly. Because like. I mean, again, like, I don't even like thinking about it. Like, it's, uh, if I graduate and I start my job and I'm still doing the show, like, I don't see a reason to stop. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm a one-man army with the show. Well, sometimes life gets in the way. Some Something mm-hmm. in life, I don't know what it what's going to happen, but, like, the point you is... You may have children. You think my children are noisy. Imagine a two-year-old no, running up in here. <laughs> um, Yeah, I, like, I, I don't take the show... What helps is I don't take the show too seriously. Mm-hmm. It is a fun hobby. I do recommend it. Yeah, it's not like you're... you're income source so you're not exactly. worried about what you say you're not exactly. worried about what other people say and uh i'm i i it's it's free it's it's fine uh one day i hope to you know sell merch to if, if people want to support the show but i'll buy some merch can nice. i get a can i get a hoodie i, I do want to make a hoodie <laughs> okay but but yeah like I, i'm just, I'm, I'm just I'm having just fun everybody back. should have a hobby mm-hmm uh, not something like, and be honest with yourself. Have a hobby that's not like about making money and or not anything. stressful. It's just, it, it's it, it shouldn't be. Yeah, it's just it's literally fun. This is fun now. Like, don't get me wrong. If money starts coming in, great. I'm not gonna deny that, but I'm not banking on it. Right. So if 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 some if basically if somebody if the show ended, like I graduate and I become. Uh, I, I have kids and I'm I can no longer do the show and if somebody says to me hey are you sad that you can't do the show I, I'd be like no because, no, because I, it, I, I had several episodes where I had fun you enjoyed it while and I'm it doing lasted. something else in it's kind of like when you grew up and you played soccer you like soccer while you're, but would you ever play now probably not yeah but I so, have one yeah. more question though. yes go ahead all right what are the top three topics if you could cover any topic on your show that you have not currently to- covered, what would you do? I, I'm, just I'm one. How I, about just I, one? I, I, but I can't answer that because I love... Do you like to talk? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it. Okay, no, no. All right, let me... All right, so I can't answer this in a way. It's all important. Right. So... It's important to me that before this ends that you're number one topic that you wanted to discuss no, 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 that no, you no. got to do. It's not about me. It's about you. It's about my guests. It's about who was ever sitting in that chair. It's not about me. I well That's then just a I'm, greeting. Hey, I'm DJ, coming hi. back so that yeah, I, you'll be back on the I, show. I'm coming back so that we could talk about your topics. If you could talk about it, anything seriously. Right, no, no, no. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm going to challenge you here. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Okay, I the uh, the type of people I want to interview mm-hmm. are people who have something to say. Like, mm-hmm. I, every everybody does have a story to share. Everybody's unique, mm-hmm. but some of my favorite guests. But and and I've been having a good streak. It's been all of them. <laughs> it's people who are passionate about something. Mm-hmm. 
especially when I have no idea about the topic. What they're going to come out uh, with. <laughs> uh, so the last person before you was a good friend, Rando. I grew up with him since elementary school. And he does LARPing, live action role playing. Uh, like It's like Dungeons and Dragons, but in like, huh. real life. and all. He, he calls it, I like how he calls it, he calls it uh, uh, going into the woods and doing math. Like, yeah, that's kind of, <laughs> so I always kind of think about going into space with yeah. no spacesuit. Like Ma- maybe that that but, was kind of what hit me, you yeah, know. <laughs> so he does that. I have no idea about that, but I'm actually I'm asking legitimate, it, yeah. genuine questions because I'm interested. Mm-hmm. The guy before him, he he did a uh, uh, he does a uh, uh, rugby and strongman competitions. Uh-huh. I have no idea about that. So I like when my guests are into something. Yes, if they're too shy, if they're too timid, then well, like, it's probably yeah. best not to have them on the show. But yeah. if you want to be on the show, like if you message me saying, hey, DJ, I want to be on the show. I want to talk about this. You know what I'm going to say? I didn't Good. give you what a are topic. You go- what are you doing? <laughs> but sometimes people don't have topics. And, and guess what? We're going to make it flow. Man, did you expect for our conversations to go It's like good. This? It's not scripted. It's no. good because it's fun. I, I don't want to be prepared. Like mm-hmm. I, if somebody comes up to me and says, "Wait, real quick, let's stop right here. I have a question for you." I'm like, "All right, good, fire. I, I have no idea. Let's I, do I'd this. like to ask you questions. I feel like you do whatever you want on your show, but next time I'm here, I, I'm asking you a ton of questions. Go right ahead. I'm prepared. <laughs> it's it, no holds bar. Nothing's too personal. If something, I can't even. Think, you can but always somebody, say like, "Oh, my favorite color is <laughs> red, black, white." But yeah, if somebody says like, I mean, there are certain things that I have to keep off limits, like specific like names, like, Hey, who was the person that did that? Well, you uh, want to protect their privacy. Exactly. Yeah. But, but besides that, my life, I'm an open book. You want to talk about my, I'll talk about my, life. I have no shame. Uh, want to talk about controversial things? We'll talk about controversial things. I have no shame. You want to talk about silly things? We'll talk about silly things. There's an audience for everything. We talked about very controversial. <laughs> See, and it, it was, good and bad for me but more good is that i don't see it as controversial yeah it's just it's a topic well and you don't have to worry about sponsorships being pulled or anything if anything i might end up getting sponsorships (laughs) they're like this guy's for real like he's not he's not fake all right oh no okay i i had to ask about the topics i hope that you talk about your like in your show i hope you talk about your favorite ones well here's why i will never have a favorite one it's because it's different Every, it's different one. and also i like i i'm always going to say the same thing then don't get me wrong there are certain stories certain phrases that i repeat again like with martial arts i always relate everything with martial arts I, i'm a broken record fully aware of that that being said i don't know if the person i'm talking to i'm going to be able to like you know excuse me segue into that i don't know but the point is I don't have a topic because I don't always want to talk about the same thing. Now, if it, if the conversation naturally shifts to it, that's different because I didn't plan it. I I, I mean, I don't plan well, on anything. Well, you do some research, I'm sure. I do some research in terms of like, oh, some certain questions to ask, but most of them are genuine Flow. questions that I have. Yeah. Because, hey, I don't know about NASCAR, so I'm going to ask about that. I want to drive one, into though. NASCAR. And so, but all the questions really, maybe one or two I got from the internet, but most of them are, mm-hmm. I have legitimate questions. Because uh, I don't know everything. I, Again, so, I don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. That's what makes it hey, so DJ, genuine. what do you think about this? 
I don't know. I think that was why I have been so impressed with your show is because it is genuine. Ninety oh, percent of the time and ninety nine percent really. You're, My one percent is the intro. Is the one. intro right? <laughs> and it feels comfortable and real and. I think that was my. That's gotta be phone. you ringing. It has to be my phone. Oh man, I hope it didn't like knock out the feed. Do you see it? No. It's not on this one. It's probably on this. <laughs> All right. Anyways, well, uh, Brittany, oh, before you go, I did get you something for your drive. It's not much, but no, I'm not taking that. Yeah, you are. I I'll take it on camera. You're taking it for real. <laughs> but anyways. Brittany, thank you so much. Thank Kids, you. thank you so much. I'm sorry that uh, uh, if you guys were bored and all that stuff. I am so glad I got to come. And I'm in this mic so bad. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Take it easy. See you.